Welcome back to Let's Get Married, the wedding and event podcast. Hey, Sam. Hey, Mia. Episode 10. 10. I'm so excited. Double digits. Yes. And we are going to take a little bit of a break for the holidays after this one. So this is a little bit of a, a finale, but not, not a full finale, right? It's like a pause. Yes, just a quick pause so we can figure out what the holidays look like this year and maybe be with our families. We'll see. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yes. Fingers crossed. And excited to have you back. Excited to be here. It's been a minute. It has been a minute, but we did get to go upstate together. We did. So we, um, we got to enjoy. My dad has, um, like a cabin in the woods kind of thing. Um, so we got to enjoy that, uh, for a long weekend and it was so nice to just like us four, like you, Tony, Joel, and I, and just Brody. like and Brody, can't forget five of us, interacting, uh, a bit of a break, yes. of a break exactly. not having to necessarily worry about the virus because you're in the woods, right? And we're like in each other's pod, and we're very careful and things like that. But do you remember what happened when we went on that beautiful hike you took us on? Well, I feel like there's a few things. Are you talking oh. about when we thought that the couple was going to get engaged, and we like yes, okay. So for everyone listening, <laughs> and if you've listened to the proposal episode, you know that I got engaged on a mountain. So I feel like Sam and I took off on this hike with Joel and Tony and, oh no, Brody didn't get to come on the hike, but um, the boys. And we got to the top of the mountain and then a couple asked me to take their picture and I turned around and gave these eyebrows to Sam, like behind my mask, she could only see my eyebrows because we were for sure that they were getting engaged. We were anticipating and I was so ready because like I said in like past podcasts, I have not seen a live engagement. I am dying to be that person. Like, yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't it wasn't their time. Nope, wasn't their day. She was yeah, I don't know. I feel like he went into his pocket or something too, so I was like, this is oh, it. I didn't catch They can that. be on the podcast. Like this is going to be amazing. Nope, next time. We'll just have to Hopefully. go on another hike. Yeah. We have to seek out a proposal. Maybe we'll just like start frequenting mountains on the weekends. And like we've got a park and like the Eiffel Tower excuse to go see my childhood best friend in Paris. Yeah, maybe we should write that off as like a business expense. (laughs) Flights to Paris. I love that. That's That's amazing. Another relevant topic, we were just watching part of the Jersey, Jersey Shore wedding episode. Oh, yes. Over the top crazy crazy very jersey shore i know yeah her crown first of all she looks i like let's go into this a little bit angelina not a fan of angelina but she looked great yeah for like i mean if you want to look like that like yeah just like very totally and their wedding we were discussing how much do you think the wedding was oh i think it was easily like upwards of like 300 400 grand oh my god yeah and how do you even rack up that price when you get it is it I, clothes it's the amount of food because their food yes. looked insane well the venues too the ven- like right. that venue that they were at i think is like one of the venues in jersey to be at mm. i like that i'm talking like this like i'm such an expert of like jersey shore weddings but, but you know you can tell when you look at video footage yeah. of something like and that and like going back to like budgeting like it is really easy to reach like to just like add things on and yeah. and start really racking things up. So yeah. it doesn't look like she really spared an expense either. So mm-hmm. it's that's true. It's definitely harder to keep your cost low versus just it's because everything like I feel like you 
walk out the door when you're wedding planning and it's like, oh, you're just like you're literally breathing and you you're getting charged yes someone's like please get me yeah give me something and um you know who was saying this a couple years ago when they were planning their wedding that if you actually say the phrase uh it's a family party whether you're getting something off of etsy or like something if it has wedding attached to it, the price is just marked 100%, up. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And I'm so sure crazy. you kind of start to see that too as you start digging into more of like those little details. Like that's why I, and I know that we've like really dove into this, but like that's why I did a lot of sourcing myself because like as soon as you start like saying it's for a wedding, it's just astronomical. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's pretty crazy. So episode 10, we are very excited. We have a fun treat and surprise for you all today we know last week sam got a break and so we had tony on the podcast Um, but sam is back today obviously and we have some special guests yeah thanks tony so i'm excited for everything that this episode has in store and now for our special guests yes our first special guests our first virtual Special yes. guest. Yes, exactly. Maybe one day we can all be together. Yes. So we have a very exciting crew for you today. So we have my sister-in-law's sister-in-law. Say, anyone... say that one more time. So no. my sister-in-law's <laughs> sister-in-law. So it's and, and her husband. So yes. okay. So my brother's wife. We have my brother's wife's brother and his wife. Does that make Got, sense? Yes. Okay. So we have Noah and Chandra Bork. Hi guys. Hi. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome. Thank you. We're really excited to be on. So happy to see you guys. So Noah and I actually go way back. Noah and I actually walked down the aisle together at my brother and Lauren's wedding. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. They paired yep. They paired all of the non-married siblings together. So it was Noah walked down with me on one arm and my sister on the other. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's so cool. It was very funny. And... When I think of Noah and Chandra, I also think of how we always see you guys at Mara's birthday parties because we share a niece. Yes, we do. Did we all get into the ball pit at one point uh, One point at her third birthday? I did. I, I guarantee we all did. Yeah, <laughs> I like to uh, document everything, so I was probably you know, taking photos and video. Yes, which <laughs> reminds me, tell us about your Instagram fame. Sam actually doesn't know this. Oh, so I don't. I love this. You guys, you guys are like on it you're influencers I know that you pretend to be an influencer on your personal Instagram but tell us about your other endeavor so we have two French bulldogs that I would say are mildly famous on Instagram they're like um first tier they're they have about 17 and a half thousand followers on Instagram their handle is at must love Luna and Leroy I'm gonna follow it uh, right now I spend (laughs) We spend a lot of our uh, spare time talking like dogs to other dogs on Instagram. So I love it's like it. Our second, you're acting as the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so at must exactly. love Luna and Leroy. Got it. Yeah. I'm following yeah. you as soon as this podcast is over. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. So okay, so we just recently got each other's phone number, and the reason we got each other's phone number was because my sister-in-law, Noah's sister Lauren, just had a big birthday. And we all recorded videos. I don't know if I told you this. We all recorded videos for my brother to compile together. Yes, I am aware. And as soon as I sent one in, my brother goes, oh, pretty good, but no one Chandra's was great. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like, okay, Joey. 
So then I'm immediately like, hi guys, we're like in each other's DMs. I'm like, we need to, we need to see what happens. So, so you guys sang an amazing song. Oh, yeah. thank you. We did we did an original song. That's right. But you guys did an amazing dance. <laughs> so what you so need to did... do is come together and yes. you'll be That's set. Right. Maybe next year. Yes. We decided for the next big birthday that we should join forces. It's kind of funny though, if you have in-laws like this, you have a little healthy competition like who's Mara's favorite right. aunt or who's, <laughs> you know, Lauren's favorite sister-in-law. And so it's funny that you know, I'd say that we were probably the best videos, both of us, and they couldn't choose between us. So we should just band together to be the, I agree. the favorite. I agree. Okay, so the reason that we have you guys here today is because you eloped in May of 2018. So I know that our audience, and especially probably top of mind because of coronavirus and everything going yeah. on, that elopement is a very real question. I, I think sometimes it's thrown around a lot when people are wedding planning, but you guys actually did it. And so we're really excited to hear why you did it, how you felt about it. Did you do any anything else besides a, a private day, wedding day between the two of you? And so I'm really excited to dig into all that and hear actually from a couple who's done it. I yeah. feel like it's kind of this mythical thing people like joke and like talk about and like kind of dream about doing. But I love that you guys actually did it. So, but first, we are all drinking the same thing. So, Sam, what are we drinking today? Okay, so because we're taking, like we said, a pause, we are drinking a till next time. Get it? Because there's time in this drink. <laughs> so, basically, what we're drinking is so we have two different versions going on. I think you have peach and I have pear. Ultimately, we were supposed to do plum, but I digress. <laughs> so, it's pear or peach with a thyme simple syrup and I put a little bit of Saint Germain and then we also have it's topped off with um your favorite bubbles so just champagne um so yeah I like it what do you guys think it's delicious very refreshing we were excited to make a specialty drink cheers yeah, how did you um how was uh the simple syrup was that okay for you I know some people see simple syrup and they're like what is that yeah, no, I was a bartender oh, for four perfect. years in college, and so oh. I've made my fair share of simple syrup, so it actually is simple to it make. Is, that's what I tried. I was like, it is very simple. It is just water and sugar, and I try to, but some people see it, and they're like, what is that? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how do you actually do a simple syrup? It's on the stove, right? So I mean, yeah, it, you just heat, you boil water and sugar, and you wait until the sugar um, dissolves, but you can get, you can like, I put time in it, like you can do fun things with it as well. Um, so yeah, but that's cool. I didn't know you were a bartender, so you probably share yeah. passion and fun cocktails like I do. Yeah, I was excited. Mia was like, can you do this? I was like, oh yeah, we've got this. Nice. Yeah, I it. see you have like a nice little garnished wedge in there. <laughs> yep, yep, and we have our time here. Yes, it looks beautiful. Oh, there you go. Looks good. Well, cheers. Yes, cheers. 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 It reminds me a little bit of the flavor. I think it's probably the, the bubbly in it of what was our, our first episode? Yeah, like, so it's also because there's Saint Germain in this one too. Okay. That one had cute muddled cucumber and mint. Mm. So very kind of like summery. This one is a little bit more fall esque yeah. with like the pear and thyme, but yeah, similar. And so I also did this because I was told that you had a Bork Bellini as your signature cocktail, right? Oh, yeah, yes, at our um, post elopement party. 
That's right. So what yep. was, was it a regular Bellini or did you? Yeah, kind of, okay. it was your standard issue Bellini. We just play on the words with our I last love it. name. So. Very cool. So yeah. in a Bellini, what kind of juice is it? Is it peach? Peach puree. It's a, yeah, peach puree oh, with cool. Prosecco or sparkling wine. Oh, I love that. Okay, so let's get into the meat of this. So what played into your decision to elope? Okay, I guess I'll uh, take this one. Um, so I think there were a few things, to be honest. It wasn't one specific thing, but it really all kind of boils down to where we were in our relationship. Um, Noah and I were going into our third year of being together, and we were both in our 30s, and the first few years together, we had spent going to... Almost like 20 weddings about 20 weddings wow. together That's a lot of weddings. and um you know we live in greater boston and the cost of a wedding here is about 45 to 50,000 and that's an lower average and so we really kind of took stock in what we wanted to do and how we wanted to spend our money and i think that after some discussions we decided that this was the best way to go but if we're being really honest because we were coming up at three into three years, we were not engaged yet. And I am like kind of type A, a planner. And I had a really hard time not discussing our future without the component of like, what does our actual wedding look like? And so we had a couple conversations in February of 2018. And it's weird, once you make the decision to get married and elope, you're essentially engaged. You're essentially like, we're doing this. This is how we're doing it. And so it kind of was born out of a little bit of, you know, talking about our future and what we wanted. And um, it, I guess the evolution of us deciding to elope was not ordinary either. Right. It's a weird thing to talk about your wedding without like an engagement or, but I think a lot of people want to talk about it and want to know what the future holds. So when I asked him why did we elope earlier, he said because you wanted to. <laughs> Good answer. You're a That's great a husband. solid answer, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, and I think that makes a lot of sense that people want to make future plans, but it feels like, oh, are we even allowed to talk about this? Is it taboo because there hasn't been this? Yeah like transfer of a piece of jewelry right which I mean we've kind of gone into that whole aspect of our opinions of it but I I think that's it's it's great to hear out loud because I think it's this thing of like you're waiting to get engaged you're waiting for like why wait when you can make plans and do it maybe a little bit differently than however or or just exactly how you want it I think that's a great component to to actually start saying out loud especially now in 2020 where I think people are are moving away from what is expected of them and doing more of what they truly want to do Mm -hmm. Um, and like if you live together you're in your 30s like it's not I don't know just times have changed yeah you know regardless of your age or if you're living together I'd even say yeah and you know we had fault like when we started dating we really fell hard for each other we were madly in love kind of right away and right (laughs) yeah and we had always talked about our future as a married couple or as a unit so it wasn't like this was a sort of a new concept three years in but it's like now we're three years in where do we go from here what's next what's next and there was never 
I think a question that would be married, it was like, how do we do the actual wedding? Logistically, so I'm one of seven kids. I'm the oldest of seven. Noah is one of four, and all of his siblings were married before we were having these discussions. And so we have really big families, and part of it was if we wanted to do a a big wedding day, like I joke, like I like the finer things in life. And if we wanted to have a big wedding where we could really kind of spoil our families in the way we wanted to, cost was a factor. And I didn't want cost to be something that hindered our day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that yeah. was definitely a big component about it too. Yeah, that makes sense. Quick question before we move on. How did you guys meet? Go we ahead. met on a uh, online dating site. Yeah, we met on there, but we, we date, like, <laughs> we, our first date, so our elopement was on the third anniversary of our first date. Oh, wow. Oh, um, that's great. We got to choose the day. It's kind of funny when you elope and you don't care about what day of the week, like, you can plan those sorts of things. Right. So our first date was May 17th of 2015, and we went out to a karaoke bar at a Chinese restaurant in Quincy, mm-hmm. Massachusetts, and um, I sang some songs. Noah sang a couple karaoke songs, and I was, like, hooked. I was like, this guy must get all the girls on the dating apps to go to a karaoke bar, and then he, like, he sang two songs. He sang Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It, and Eddie Vedder's daughter, or Pearl Jam's daughter, and he sung both so well. I was, this is his hook. This is his game. Um, so wow. it hooked me. It worked. It clearly worked. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. No, I had no idea that you're a singer. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, was, I was on the circuit for a little bit. <laughs> Are you the best singer out of your four siblings? Um, I've never heard any of my siblings sing, so I would say yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say pretty, uh, I've heard Lauren sing. I've heard I've heard Lauren sing tomorrow a little bit here and there, but but nothing you know with range or anything like that. <laughs> range. <laughs> no. Although, if you're listening, although to Thomas Thomas and Josh were both in drama and did some plays in like summer camp and stuff, so there there is you know some aspect on that. But for singing, I think I'd take the cake. I love that. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Okay, so. You made a decision to elope. How did people react? Did you did you tell people beforehand? How did that how did that work? Yeah, so we went back and forth on this a lot and you know, it's funny. I'm like, did we traditionally elope because we chose to tell our parents beforehand? And what went into that um decision-making process was we wanted our first conversations after our elopement with our parents to not be feeling like they missed out on something, but to rather be happy to learn about what we did that day. And we love our families and they're a huge part of our lives, but we didn't, you know, part of that conversation was, hey, we're eloping and you don't get to be there or be a part of it, um, but we care about you enough to tell you ahead of time. And so we told Noah's siblings, um, but we didn't tell mine because they're big mouths that would have been like posted on social media like 10 (laughs) minutes later or something. My sister's getting married. But, um, and then we just told a few other select people, like I told my boss at work so they would leave me alone legitimately when I was taking those days off. And, you know, we lined up a couple vendors to help us with different things since we talked to them but but in the larger sense we 
uh, no one knew we were getting married. It was a like a real moment to our friends, our family, our colleagues. So, but we did tell our parents, and that was a personal decision. I think it was probably the right decision because ultimately they were just excited for us when they heard about what happened that day, rather than kind of being like, "Why didn't you tell us? And what is this all about?" So, right. So you kind of skirted any opinions, positive or negative, of other people by not telling people. That's a good point. Just taking everyone's opinions out of it, except yours, is brilliant. It kind of reminds yeah. me of how people don't tell people their baby names. Or, because yeah. you don't want anyone's yeah. thoughts on yeah, it. Yeah, that's right? a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you mentioned vendors. So I will ask, how how long was the time between deciding to do this and executing the wedding day? Oh, sure, and yeah. in that, who were the vendors you hired and, and other elements that you guys have so we had i guess our most serious discussion about eloping on valentine's day of that year um so that's february 14th and we maybe like a week later maybe two weeks later you were like i was doing some research on how you get married at city hall in boston and you you pick a date and a time you get like an appointment for a date and a time and they do weddings I think on Tuesdays Wednesdays and Thursdays and so we were looking at the calendar and I was like we could get married on our third anniversary so it was give or take um three months three months from when we made the final decision to elope to the day we eloped Mm -hmm. okay yeah cool and then so who were these vendors and like even though you went this non-traditional route, what did you bring in that day? Yeah, so we, um, it's funny, um, one of the misconceptions about a loaning might be that it's inexpensive or that it doesn't, you know, um, have a lot of traditional components, but we, I think, wanted our our elopement day to um, be our wedding day and have certain things that we like incorporated and then you know you can keep the rest like the family sort of dynamics or whatever um so we had a florist so we I had a bouquet Noah had a boutonniere and then our dogs um who are going to be a part of our wedding photos they had um flower wreaths done so we had a florist um I had my hair and makeup done for that morning um and we are um, photographers, so we had a photographer for our wedding day. Um, her and her husband photographed our wedding. They also served as our witnesses for our, our elopement. Nice. Um, and so I think that was really it. Who we talked to before? Um, I I ordered a dress on ASOS, and um, I had a seamstress. Um, tailor my dress for me so she knew ahead of time so tell us more about what you decided to wear tell me about your dress because I saw pictures and you look great oh yeah no thank you um so I it's funny I it was probably like hours of scrolling through Pinterest like elopement looks and it's funny I've been listening to your podcast about how you both wear white and like white and I'm like the opposite I love black like, black is my color, black is my uniform, and I knew, you know, my mom would die if I wore black to elope, so I was like, <laughs> what can we do that's maybe not the most traditional white, but that's, like, something that's blush, and so I ordered 
I would say probably over those three months, I ordered 10 dresses from all different places online. I went in store and then I just would stare at myself in them in the mirror for like 10 minutes and be like, can I see myself getting married in this? And it was funny, the ASOS dress that I, that I actually got married in, I ordered in two sizes and, um, I loved it and I loved the detailing of the sleeves and things, but it didn't fit perfectly. And I was like ready to send it back and start again. And, um, I was like, wait a second, I can have this dress tailored. Like I can have it fixed. It's costing me $60, you know, on my wedding day. So why not, you know, have it fixed? So yeah. So, and then Noah. I had a suit and, um, nice suit. And, um, (laughs) I think the most traditional thing for me, my, um, I wore my grandfather's cufflinks, um, were passed down to me from my uncle who uh, then passed away. So it was important for me to have, you know, some sense of tradition in something for my family. Um, and it was my grandfather's who's my namesake. So that was kind of cool for me. Wow. Oh, that is really cool. Black suit? Yeah. It was a, like a gray, dark charcoal. Yeah. That looked good with the pink now that I'm thinking about that. Noah had a pink tie. Oh, nice. did you match it close to your dress? So my dress was like a light blush, um, but it kind of like complemented it. Okay, so start to finish, walk us through what the actual day of the elopement looks like. I know you said you did hair and makeup. Did you guys do any type of staying away from each other in the morning, any kind of first look, any part of that? And then did you do anything after you went to City Hall? Walk us through what an actual elopement day looks like. Sure. Um, So I guess our elopement day was probably like anyone's wedding day. Started So we stayed at a boutique hotel in... Beacon Hill in Boston. Um, We brought our dogs with us. We had our French Bulldog and our 10-year-old Yorkie Brady at the time. And we stayed there the night before our elopement day. And that way we could be in the city in the morning and be ready to go. And we woke up, we had breakfast together. And then I used a car service for the hotel to go to a salon to have my hair and makeup done. and that was kind of fun. I, I had my hair done by my, like, longtime stylist who's become a friend, obviously. Um, and then um, Noah stayed back at the hotel, and our florist dropped off her flowers. Um, and our photographers got there a little early so they could photograph us getting ready in the hotel. Um, so when I came back, we, like, got ready. They took some, like, getting ready photos and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we took a car to, um, City Hall Plaza in Boston and, um, our photographer with our photographers and we went in. It was kind of cool because we got there a little earlier than our appointment and we like had free reign of City Hall in Boston. So we have some really cool pictures. We were in the council chambers there. We got to go on a balcony and take some photos. We went in this really cool room, um, that has like a miniature layout of the entire city of Boston. Huh. It's like a wooden like 3D like layout of yeah. all the That's cool. architecture which is cool. It was really cool and then we ended up at the clerk's office and the clerk's office is where you get married in Boston and it's so weird. Like so Boston City Hall if you ever, if you Google it or something, it is um, a brutalist 
um, architecture, it is not a pretty place on the outside. Hmm. And it's also not that pretty on the inside. Um, and so the clerk's office is just kind of get standard kind of, you know, office. office in a government building that's old. And it felt weird when we got there because we were like so excited have our flower like we're dressed up we're dressed up we're going in and then it's like kind of transactional like they're like oh here you are like do you pay your fee and so um we the cost to get married in boston is 75 dollars and it's actually only 15 dollars that you pay to the city of boston you get a little receipt it's 15 dollars to get married wow and then 60 dollars cash yeah it's funny i still have that receipt that's, you should keep six, that. That's cool. Sixty dollars cash goes to the clerk that performs your service and your ceremony. So they're yeah. like a clerk in their regular duties, and then they get paid one off for each one of these they do. Oh. So there's um, a clerk for the city of Boston, and she has assistant clerks. And we were married by the actual city clerk of Boston. Her name's Maureen Feeney, and she was awesome. So they bring you back into her office. That place is more beautiful, and. Um, it's like a it's like a clerk's office and we got married in front of a bookcase she married us and um it was so sweet at the end of our ceremony she actually gave us back the 60 dollars cash and told us to go have drinks oh my god yeah we did that's awesome that's so sweet it was so sweet it was actually i will say it was like one of the more emotional like parts of our elopement day because you're so you know, anxious about what's next and how, how are we doing and are we on time? And I was just like, oh, my God, it was only $60, but it was, like, so selfless and it was such a fun moment. And I love that she was the person who married us. I think it was the first time that you actually were emotional that day. Yeah, yeah I was. You didn't hold back. <laughs> no, it's like you didn't even cry when we were, like, actually getting, you know, married. But <laughs> you cried when she handed us the money back. I was like, I just thought that was so nice. Yeah, that's an awesome yeah. gesture. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I feel like sometimes with, like like you said, type A, like we talk about being th- those personalities too. It's like we're so the planners and you kind of know what's coming next because you've planned it all out to a T. So when someone surprises you with something or is just like playing nice to you, yeah. as like I feel like we're all like like people pleasers, that it's like, oh, someone's reciprocating how like you, yeah. put your, you try to put yourself out into the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was unexpected. It was really sweet. I tell people that all the time. So... Maureen Feeney, who was the clerk who married us, she used to serve as a Boston City Councilor. So she's really well known in the city of Boston. And anytime her name comes up, I'm like, she married us and I love her and she's so sweet. And it was really special that she married us. She was really cool. Another thing that she allowed us to do that was really nice. So Noah's Jewish and his family's Jewish. And um, traditionally, after you have your ring ceremony, you break the glass and maybe you can tell them why you do that. It, it signifies, uh, the start of a new, you know, uh, relationship, you know, you're married now. So to make it finally official. Yeah. So you, so you break the glass to break the old and like celebrate the new and everyone says mazel tov. Like, and so in city hall, they have all these rules about like, the old architecture and the floor and we were like are we able to do this and she was like yeah of course and so we broke the glass right after we we got married that was nice and um yeah and then we left city hall and we um had we 
we went back to our hotel in Beacon Hill and we got the dogs. We, we had a cake there and we cut the cake and we had some champagne. It's funny when you elope and you have a great bakery that you love um, and you don't tell them it's for your wedding, you can get a cake, like a birthday cake for $25. Perfect. <laughs> so it's so funny. We had a funfetti cake. We were um, just mentioning that earlier and how as soon as you put wedding towards anything, it's like, oh, 200 extra dollars just because you want like a, the same size cake. So family yeah. party is where yeah. it's at. Family, I'm having a family party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. So we did that and then we took our dogs and then it became, it was kind of funny. So at this point, I feel like there was a little less pressure we were like officially married. We had some champagne when we were eating a piece of cake. And like, I, so Beacon Hill, as where I work, I work at the state house in Beacon Hill and it's literally right around the corner from the hotel. And we had a really cool moment when we came back to the hotel, there was actually a fire alarm going off in our hotel and there was a bunch of fire trucks there and we got to take pictures with the fire trucks. Oh, so there was so no cool. real fire. So it was kind of fun. And <laughs> When we left to go um, onto Boston Common, which is right there in front of the State House, um, to take photos with the dogs, we started running into people I knew. So I ran into a state representative, and I work with his wife, and he was like, "What?" Saw me with my bouquet, and I'm like, Shh, "Like, don't tell anyone," you know. And then when we were in, um, in in the commons, in the commons, one of my old bosses, who's a Boston City Councilor, was running. He was on a run, and he saw us taking photos, and he stopped. And so we have a funny photo. He's like dripping in sweat, holding one of our dogs, and like, <laughs> you know. So it was kind of fun. That was kind of the beginning of like surprise, like running into people, and yeah. you know, we like I've talked about this a lot, like when you elope like you think you're gonna be alone all day and it's just gonna be like the two of you and we have like so many moments throughout our day that like other people not our friends not our family but like just regular people around like were kind of like our guests they cheered us on they knew with my bouquet what we were doing um well, we like walked down the steps of city hall and there was like a construction worker who like tipped off his like his cap to us and said congratulations man, it, was well. cool. it was like yeah. everyone just walking around the city you could see like smiles on their faces and stuff it was great it was it was really fun it like was kind of like it was fun it was cool it was unexpected and yeah his, that thing with the construction worker was like something out of the movie he had like a real construction worker hat on and he was like may you have a lifetime of happiness and I'm like oh my god here's our guests at their wedding you know that so, does sound like that's out of a movie that's so neat yeah, yeah. I love that that's and, really cool yeah, and then we spent that we spent the afternoon evening we did not plan to go to dinner which was probably smart I think a lot of people were like afterwards like oh you must have went out and had a nice dinner or something but we literally like took off our elopement clothes, changed into something comfy, and started to notify, like, friends and family about what we did. Okay. And our photographer was able to get us one photo where we were holding, like, a letter board that said we had eloped in the date um, right away. She got it to us within a couple hours, and so we were sending that out to people to kind of start letting people know. So. Oh, that's, that's a neat. So that was, like, real time. I remember seeing that picture. Yeah. Very cool. That's a cool yeah. way to, like, show people, too, is have your actual certificate, like, right there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's official. Yeah. It's official. Yeah. 
So we FaceTime texted, called people that night. That concludes part one of the two-part Great Elopement episode. Next week, we will hear more from Noah and Chandra, including misconceptions about elopement, all about their post-elopement party, and what they'd say to couples who are considering elopement. So we would love to have you subscribe in Spotify or the podcast app. Leave us a review. Let us know what you want to hear about next. Thanks for getting married with us. Have a good one. Bye.